Let's go to the uh, telephone calls. Let's start. Let's see here with our friend in, uh, in Boston. Let's say good morning to Jennifer. Jennifer, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi there, Dominic. Hi, um, Jennifer. It's always good to hear your voice. And it's good um, to hear yours as well. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I had a couple of things. I actually called on the crime thing. So if I could make a brief statement at that, on that at the end. But I will speak briefly to also this situation. Um, regarding the uh, new variant and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Fauci, who I there, I wouldn't even say very little, I have no faith or confidence in, has actually said they knew there'd be other variants. So how could they possibly be caught so flat-footed um, unless Agreed. they were so busy pushing vaccine, 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 put, putting all their eggs in one basket because they are horribly short, according to Marty McCary out of John Hopkins and other um, physicians that I've heard talk there, they have a very, very low supply of monoclonal antibody treatment, which really should have been top of top importance to them. And they should have a giant stockpile of that. They do not. And then the test kits, it's the same thing. And who knows who's being exposed to what waiting in those lines if people could do it in the safety of their own homes, wouldn't that be a lot more be a lot more pragmatic or have them um, delivered through, you know, where you can go and pick them up, like at a health center or a fire department or something. Um, this to me is madness what we are witnessing. And they were so quick to jump all over Trump when he didn't even have a vaccine and everyone was saying how you know, the stockpiles weren't there and, and this and that and how awful he did. Well, he had no warning of a pandemic. This was already going on when they got in there. And Jennifer, you, 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 you are correct. And here's, especially on the uh, Trump part, again, love him, hate him. He said mm-hmm. that he would deliver on a vaccine and he was mocked, almost ridiculed mm-hmm. during the presidential debates. And he delivered on exactly what he said he was going to do. What I want to do, Jennifer, is um, I want I, I have Drew and uh, White Plains. I want you to hold for a second because Drew mm-hmm. believes that Biden is handling this better than Trump. Drew is on the uh, WABC app in White Plains. And so, Drew, you are now on the line with Jennifer. Make your case and then I'll have Jennifer respond. Hi, Jennifer. How are you doing? I hope everything, you're having a good night. Dominic, same to you. Same to you. Um, I like Joe Biden's transparency. Joe Biden is transparent. Trump politicized this virus because it was election season. I'm not blaming it, but he had to. He had no choice. He was down in polls. This coronavirus was literally eating him up. He downplayed it, and I feel like he caused people lives. Downplayed it so much that he even politicized your choice about the vaccine, which was the wrong move, because now he's even trying to walk that back. Did Joe Biden say that on the campaign he was going to keep it under control? Of course, he had no choice but to. You can't run against somebody and say, I'm going to do a worse job than you. That's not how politics works. But Joe Biden is very transparent. He's coming out and telling people what it is. He's saying, listen, if you're vaccinated, you're more protected. You need to get the booster. You need to get everything. Trump literally downplayed this. Let's not forget it was leaked calls to where he knew the severity of this virus, 
and he downplayed it. Okay, all right. Him okay. downplaying the virus was the worst thing ever. Okay, so opinion. so now so now Drew, just hold on one second. We're gonna let Jennifer respond, mm-hmm. and then I'll come back to you. Jennifer, you just heard what Drew had to say. What do you make of that? I did, and quickly, uh, Drew, you're one of my favorite callers. I I most often don't agree with you, but you're very thoughtful. And um, I also, you wrote an email to Dominic, I believe it was once, about your family and so forth, your parents, and it was very, very yes. touching. And um, it made an impact on me. So um, you sound like a squared away guy, so good for you. So real quick, um, I, I couldn't disagree more, you might imagine. As far as Donald Trump goes, he said he didn't tell people the severity because he didn't want to raise a panic which at this point I think is exactly why you see these lines throughout New York City and other places, because I think um, Biden is creating a panic. I would guarantee you that probably at least 70% of the people in those lines do not have this um, illness. And I, I think it's very scary that he's making people go through the test just to get on plane, et cetera, et cetera. And the other thing is, Drew, if, if this president is so concerned about your well-being and my well-being, why has he allowed, and he, he's always scolding um, the unvaccinated and calling it a pandemic of the unvaccinated, why has he allowed 2 million illegal immigrants to come across that border and have no health screening? At, they might get a cursory screening for, like, uh, you know, cold-like symptoms. At that, even those that have been known to have COVID have been put on planes and flown around this country. No treatment, no vaccine. So how how is it the first responsibility of any president is the protection of the American people? How can you tell me that he has our best interest at heart? Okay. He has allowed that to happen. Okay. And God knows how many countless people have been infected by those illegal immigrants. Okay, thank you, Jennifer. Drew, you have the final word now on this. Go right ahead, please. Jennifer, thank you for the compliment on the email. I'm glad it could touch you, and I'm glad Dominic actually read it on air. He did not have to do that. I gladly appreciate that. Now, when Trump downplayed the virus, I'm sorry, people's bodies were being out in trucks in front of cemeteries in Brooklyn because they couldn't fit it in. It was that serious. Now, as far as people saying, oh, they're fear-mongering, listen, you rather be safe than sorry. I personally was in the hospital for five days. I have no underlying conditions. I was 33 years old. That thing is not a joke. It's not to be played with. you rather be safe than sorry. And as far as for the border, I don't think Biden wants the border open. But let me tell you something, and Dominic could agree to this. When they were stopping the Haitians on the border, Al Sharpton went up there and said, Biden, you stabbed us in the back from Harlem to Texas or to Haiti, whatever his exact words is. And Biden immediately opened it even more up. Reason being, Biden has to play to his constituency. He has to play to the people who elected him in office. Unfortunately, these people wanted, who come from my community wanted the border open for some reason. They play into progressive politics, as Dominic always said, because if you see, most progressives are representing the inner city. Biden is playing to these people who want the border open. Is it right? No. But guess what? If he loses the people who put him in office, he loses power. 
Okay. He moved his power for the person who's going to come behind him. All right. Well, Drew, thank Drew, thank, thank you, you, thank you, and thank you to Jennifer up in Boston. We are going to take a break, and we're going to have much more of your telephone calls as it relates to the president's uh, speech. But the bottom line here is that the testing shortage as it relates to COVID, it is a failure of the Biden administration. Let me be crystal clear about that. People standing on lines for hours to be tested. If travel was banned from certain countries in Africa almost a month ago, give or take, then why are the supplies not here yet? for home testing.